This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, London, we're coming to you to do two shows this year, again, as part of the London Podcast Festival at King's Place, our favorite place to do shows. We're there a lot, um, every year, pretty much, uh, but this is going to be the best year ever. It's September 13th. That's Friday. It's Friday the 13th. It's going to be a spooky show. Maybe Jason will be there. They don't know who Jason is over there. They're like, oh, Jason Carruthers. <laughs> The famous cricket player. Uh, September 14th, that's a Saturday. That's going to be the second show. It's going to be less spooky. Or maybe it'll be even spookier. Maybe we'll both be long dead by then. Yeah, so, uh, you know, you Scared to death. Look, these are always a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were just talking about how ridiculous we're going to make these shows. They're going to be great. And then afterwards, you you come and hang out. You do all the things. Anyway, uh, you can get tickets at TCGTE.com. Dot com slash tour. Did I say that right? Yeah. T-C-G-T-E dot com slash tour. Uh, do it soon. They're almost sold out. Can I lie and say that? <laughs> I mean, they might be. You yeah, don't know. Yeah, I don't know how many tickets we've sold. Yeah. All right. See you then, London. Thank you. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? I'm ashamed. Ashamed of what? It's looking back on my life. <laughs> yeah? It's let a lot of people down. Wow. What in particular? Just decisions I've made, you know, you friends, going, family, my parents. Going through your diary? No, nah, just going through, you know, it's taking stock. How are you doing this week? That's a good way to fall asleep at night. Take stock of all yeah, your you faults just, and While you're laying failures. in bed, you just think about all the things you've done wrong throughout your life and how your life could have turned out differently if you had done things differently. Yeah, I think that's what they say. Uh, that's the path to happiness. Well, that's the best way. It's a good way to fall asleep. It's the new counting sheep. Just mm, uh, Counting failures. Yeah. And before you know it, you've drifted <laughs> off into a nice, uh, soft sleep. I told you off the show, but I got a buckwheat pillow. Yeah. I mean, this isn't a sponsor or anything, so I'm not going to tell you who I got it from. Uh, now, a lot of people think the Little Rascals are problematic, Tom, but you got a big picture of a... Uh, yeah, it's like one of those hentai pillows, uh, but, you know, it's in the but shape of... the small of, boy. It's in the shape of the Little Rascal buckwheat, and I sleep with it at night. I hug it. Okay, that's, uh, again, I'll say problematic on a number of levels. Yeah, now it's even more problematic now that you mention it. Yeah. No, Tim, it's made, it's got buckwheat husk inside. Uh, Let me tell you, you you one of these people, you like me, you get real hot-headed when you're asleep? I get hot-headed all the time, (laughs) though. Yeah. Well, I can't bring the buckwheat pillow with me everywhere. It's heavy. It's heavy as hell. That's one of the things they don't tell you. Well, to answer your question, yes, I'm always flipping the the pillow over. Yeah, no, this thing, it, it really lets you breathe. Welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, the show where the content sounds like an ad, <laughs> yeah, but we no. don't get paid. <laughs> yeah. If you if you're one of these companies out there making one of these pillows, get in touch. Because look, I'll get look. I'm giving a ringing endorsement already. Yeah, why would they get in touch? Because I'm not saying who I bought it from, Tim. All right. He went Nobody to Amazon has, and searched no, Buckwheat Pillow. No, that's not what them. I did. Who the hell knows what I did? Maybe was I bought it from a man on the street. Maybe I bought it secondhand. Was on the Joe Rogan podcast, huh? <laughs> no. Maybe I made my own. Buckwheat. What is buckwheat? It's a, it's a type of wheat. How's that different from like standard wheat? Uh, it might not be different at all, for all I know. Yeah. But you don't hosed. put the whole... It's not... It's the husk. It's, it's, what's a husk? You don't put the whole stock. I don't in know, there? but that's what they put. Oh, they get the they separate the chaff. Yeah, yeah, and that's what Metamucil is too. You know the that? chaff. Or yeah, the... it's uh, the chaff. 
It's so, a different kind of chaff. Do you think it's the the same company that's utilizing all part of the buckwheat? Well, then who's using the, the part you eat or whatever or make bread out of? Uh, yeah. I don't know. The bread maker? Yeah, probably. Probably Wonder Bread itself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm really into husk lately, I guess Husks. is my point. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm Drinking an empty them. husk of a man, Tom. <laughs> Doing a lot of thinking, a lot of reflecting. Yeah, well, try one of these pillows. Things haven't been going so great for old Timmy. <laughs> uh, what's What's been wrong? What's What's going on? Nah, everything's fine. <laughs> That's what somebody says right before they go on a, no, a spree you, of some sort. You know what they say, just uh, smile, right? Yeah. How does that song go? Smile though your heart is the, the song from the Joker uh, trailer? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it, you know who wrote that song? Who? Charlie Chaplin wrote that song. Oh, wow. Yeah. The original Joker. The original Joker. Yeah. Back then he was called the Jokester. No, there was another guy, the man who laughed. That was uh, the original Joker. That's just, the that, that could be any of us. It's true. But he did it before anybody. What's Before we were even alive. This week, uh, we're talking about babysitting. Yeah. So if you come here for tips and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, stories about babysitting, you've come to the right place. Uh, if if you're, you're a 14-year-old girl and you've got uh, your first babysitting job tomorrow. You're trying and you're to like, cram. Oh, what am I going to do? Yeah. Well, let me check podcasts because I'm a teen in 2019. So sp- spark up your the jewel of, <laughs> The decade device. of teens. Yeah, Is I it, didn't even realize we're we're almost done with this decade, Tim. It's been the decade of teens. Yeah, good thing they didn't find out. I think they did. Teens are running everything. Teens are kind of running stuff. Yeah, but they're not like jerks about it yet. You know, I've been getting a lot of feedback lately on the internet about being afraid of teens. Mm-hmm. Let me state for the record: I'm not afraid of teens anymore. <laughs> wow, what a brave man! I'm over it, and I think today's teens are nicer than previous teens. Okay, so you're saying the teens you're afraid of have now aged into adults that you're not yeah, afraid of. Yeah, and they're of. just like shitty 20-somethings. Yeah, and you don't care about them. You don't care about it, some loser 20-something. Yeah, yeah. Go go complain to your six roommates about it. Yeah, and but today's teens you're fine with. Today's teens, they... They, they don't even smoke cigarettes. They smoke jewels. Exactly. They, and they vape they, jewels. And they have empathy. Yeah. I feel like they... Uh, what is it, Generation Z? Uh, sure. I think for all the uh, the screen time and the 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 uh, desensitization that are, that mm-hmm. everybody's complaining about, I think it's a it's a pretty empathetic generation. Yeah. Today, yesterday's teen, if they saw you trip and fall, they'd laugh at you. But yeah. today's teen, they'd offer you a hand up, Tim. They'd write a think piece about it. Yeah. I offered I offered this man I saw a trip a hand. They don't say man. I saw this person trip and I offered him a hand and he took it took my hand in an inappropriate way. Yeah. And so he canceled him. <laughs> He's canceled. And here's his picture. Very very be careful, Tom. You're you're about to get canceled yourself. Well, Tim you Yeah, got... that's why I'm afraid of teens. I'm afraid some teens gonna cancel me one day. Well, you've got to get over your bad habit of every time somebody offers you a hand, either to help you up or to shake, uh, doing the madame and then kissing their hand. I it's just antiquated. think it's chivalrous. It's antiquated and it's creepy. Nobody likes it. 
babysitting, Tom. Yeah. Teens do that a lot. Um, and I can't think of, I, I know I just praised today's teens, but teens of the past were garbage. And they were just like, hey, here's my newborn baby. Hey, teen, why don't you take care of this thing? We have to go to the movies. Yeah. We had to go to Bennigan's. Take uh, eighteen. Uh, I could go for Bennigan's. I was. I've been thinking about Bennigan's the past few weeks. I think there's a renaissance upon us because it seems like it's it keeps coming the up. The defunct <laughs> chain of re- restaurants. Yeah, that was like a vaguely Irish themed. Yeah, uh, but in the same way, like St. Patrick's Day is Irish themed. Just yeah, you know, like. The like, leprechauns and like to be racist, <laughs> yeah. Like today's teens are like, eh, Bennigan's, Bennigan's is, is pretty, yeah, pretty problematic. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying I disagree with teens. I think they're right. I think uh, most things are, should be oh, canceled. Boy, you're just as scared of teens as, as ever. <laughs> yeah, well, now I just I remember the teens could get us canceled. <laughs> yeah, everybody's kowtowing to the teens. I know you don't eat meat, Tim, but I think if I had a basket of buffalo popcorn shrimp in front of you from Bennigan's right now you'd be reconsidering uh what was it buffalo popcorn, popcorn shrimp? shrimp yeah you know what i'm a fan of popcorn shrimp tom uh but i don't have this obsession with buffalo flavor Ooh, that you have i had uh just the other night uh buffalo tater tots was that a good noise that or was a bad me noise? Kissing it made them. me sick. <laughs> that was that was me kissing them tots. You kissed the so tots. Good. Yeah, I kissed the tots and then I eat them. Yeah, uh, it was them my it makes them pillow, longer. kissing the tots. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could see how that would sound bad out of context, uh, but it makes them last longer if you give them a kiss first. That's a dieting last tip. Last longer? Yeah, that's a dieting tip. What it do you slows mean, you last down. longer? Kiss your food before you eat it. Oh, it slows you down. It slows you down a little bit. Well, that's why I always say, madame, before <laughs> I take a bite of anything. <laughs> yeah. And it's also why I always eat with a cocktail fork. That way you can't get too much at once. I don't know. Those things, can you can shove a lot on a cocktail fork. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it doesn't slow you down much with the tots because- were you gonna eat more than one tater tot at a time? What are you eating tots with a fork? These were messy. They were all slimy from the buffalo sauce. Oh, so it was a sauce based. Buffalo. Yeah, it was a. What I do thought you mean? maybe it was like in the breading. You know what I mean? Nah, these were like. Because like, is that the same thing with the popcorn shrimp? Is it a, is it a wet shrimp? Uh no, it's kind of you know the it's tots the were buffalo similar. Flavors in yeah. the breading. Ye- the tater tots were not breaded, but it it tasted like they were fried Bridget with Gow. the yeah. with the the buffalo sauce on them. I got them at a restaurant. Burger. <laughs> it was called. I think it was called Burger Bistro. Burger Bistro. Yeah. Where it's was in Park that? Slope. Wow, Tom, fancy. Look at this. Yeah, free advertisement. Go to Burger Bistro. Get the buffalo tots. That's great. pretty good. Babysitting. Who were you going to say more about Burger Bistro? I, no, I was going to say and buy a buckwheat pillow from anyone you choose. Burger Bistro, buckwheat. or make your own buffalo. Burger Bistro Buffalo buckwheat. Buckwheat. That's today's topic. Babysitting. Who suggested this, Tom? Oh, uh, this came from a patron. Yeah, Nikki Fortier. Ooh, or Fortier. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, Nikki. If you want to suggest uh, topics, and Give we might money. actually do them, 
Yeah, give us friggin' money. Don't just email us. <laughs> Those go right in the goddamn trash. You gotta give us money, yeah. and then you can suggest something on our Patreon, and then even then we'll ignore it until we run out of topics, and then we'll post and we'll. Yeah, ask this is for the third topics. week in a row where you know we've been doing this for ten years. So <laughs> this is how we're celebrating our tenth anniversary by friggin' running out of things to talk about. No, we were talking Having about to crowdsource things. That's uh, the way of the future, Tim. Tom, Crowdsource. All right, let's 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 uh, open. Let's let's draw back the curtain for a second. Yeah, this really well-run production. <laughs> right, people are gonna be like, "Wow, how how? Wow, I didn't know that there were like considerations that need to be." Um, we've been doing the show for ten years. Yeah, we've done a lot of topics. A lot of topics we did early on. Yes. And a lot of topics we come in and it's like, we should talk about this. And then we, we, we forgot that like five years ago we we, we right. did an episode and, on that and topic. We, and we said everything there was to say about it. At what point do we declare topic amnesty? And it's just like, you know what? All topics are fair game again. I uh, was a different man in 2010 Yeah, when we talked about the Beatles. Right. Maybe I want to talk about the friggin' Beatles again. There's John, Paul, George, and Ringo. I know their names now. They never added another guy? Eh. Squiggy? No, yeah. you're thinking of... Uh, Lenny and Squiggy. Lenny and Squiggy, I think. They were in the Beatles? They were a spinoff from the Beatles. They were a spinoff. So, like, there were, yeah, one album was, like, a Lenny and Squiggy backdoor po- uh, pilot situation. <laughs> backdoor album? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know they did those. Um, yeah, I say- I feel like rappers did that. Oh, absolutely. Like, somebody would be all over it, like, uh, Snoop Dogg was all over the chronic, and then suddenly, Snoop Dogg is a solo uh, artist. Right, and Mace. Yeah. And then Mace was like, nah, I actually don't want to do this. I'm going to become a preacher. Yeah. Uh, Then he came back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Eminem was kind of uh, with Dr. Dre, right? Yeah. That was more of a like he didn't appear on Dr. Dre's songs beforehand, no, right? I don't think so. But it so. was like, but, but I'm going to have Dr. Dre be on my album a lot. He produced it, yeah, most of it. Yeah, but like he's going to appear and I'm going to talk about him all the time yeah. on it. So then it's going to be like, oh, he's like a reoccurring the guest. The best star. rappers are really good marketers, too, huh? It's true. You know about this uh, uh, little Nas, you know, the guy who did uh, Old Old Town Road? Yeah, uh huh. Uh, that he was like a meme guy before all this. A meme a big guy, me- huh? <laughs> Not a meme guy. Meme guy. He had a big meme account on Twitter.com. <laughs> okay. And uh, now, like- Lil Nas X? Lil Nas X. Now his, uh, like, record- Or Lil Nas the 10. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how it's supposed to be yeah, read. Uh, but now his, like, record label and people and stuff are trying to, like- you know, scrub that part of. Oh, really? It Did, seems like to me like he's just like I am what I am. Well, like a uh, Popeye kind of <laughs> character. <laughs> I am what I am. Um, no, because the the narrative right now is, oh, this guy, you know, popped up out of nowhere and popped up just because you know his stuff was so good, uh, and like you know that song's a catchy song. But it was really that he had these accounts where he was posting memes and getting tons of followers. And, and like, very smart. But at the, when the time was right, he posted this like he found it, not that it was his own thing. 
The song was not his own thing. That's what he, how he portrayed it as like, oh, look, here's, you know, with all well, the memes. Yeah, well, whatever, whatever you got to do. I mean. Oh, I'm not faulting the guy for like, it. In the 80s, oh, did you know that Debbie Gibson only, her songs only got played on the radio because uh, executives sent those records to the radio stations. Nah, they got played because they were good. They were pretty good. Played on merit. Uh, we've talked about in the show how there was a radio station I used to call into and they would give me free cassettes sometimes. No. What radio <laughs> oh, no. station? There was like some weird local radio station. This one time, I, I forget what I did, but I got punished. Why? Uh, I don't know. I mouthed off or something. I might have run away to from home. To the radio home. DJ? No, no, to my parents. Oh. I used to run away from home a lot. Well, that doesn't, you know, reflect well on your upbringing. <laughs> No, I mean it was. How far did you get? No, like never. I would run Usually away. Usually get hit by a car and they'd bring me home. <laughs> no, I would like. I would. You know what? To be fair, I would talk a big game. I would say I was running away from home, and I would just like go on the other side of the house for a bit. What? What? What spurred you to run away from home? Oh, I usually just disagreements. Just being a little wuss. Yeah. One time I got in trouble because a nincompoop. <laughs> One time I got I got yelled at uh, because I I missed a uh, a wrestling tournament a tournament I was going to wrestle in mind you not uh I wasn't not going like to WrestleMania or okay. something no boy that's another I've told the story about the time he yelled at one me one right? friggin' story at a time Tom <laughs> um, no uh, I was supposed to go to this wrestling tournament. And, How old were you? I don't know, probably like 10 years old, maybe not even. They made you wrestle when you were 10? Yeah, full-grown men, too. Wow. <laughs> but I held my own. No, I was supposed to go to this wrestling tournament, and uh, my dad was real, he was like, we missed a wrestling tournament. And I was like, what? Were you, you like, I'm 10, how am I supposed to, why 100%. am I responsible I was for like, getting us to- I was uh, like, I have no idea what, what date it is. I have no idea what date the wrestling tournament was. I have no idea what date today is. That's well, on you. Well, you were 10? I mean, what, did you also have a head injury at the time? <laughs> yeah, from wrestling. <laughs> I've been put in too many headlocks. Uh, uh, but I was like super upset because uh, I got yelled at for something that I perceived as like not my fault whatsoever. Mm. Uh, so I ran away from home. That time I ran away for a while. I was gone for hours. They were real upset when they were found they me. upset. Yeah. Did they go look for you? Oh yeah, yeah. It started snowing while I was uh, while I was that ru- sucks. while I'd run away. Uh, that's why having a kid sucks. Sometimes they try to run away and you have to t- walk around the neighborhood in the snow going, Tom. Yeah, that's Tom. What... And then other parents are like, "Did you lose your kid?" And they they had to be like, "No." Yeah. Well, and then. No, we didn't. And then I think my dad got in big trouble because I think my mom wasn't home when this all happened. So, like, when she came home. (laughs) She's like, that was your responsibility to bring him to the wrestling tournament. Well, yeah. When she came home, it was like, where's Tommy? It's like, I ran away. Why'd he run away? Well, I yelled at him for missing the wrestling tournament. And she was probably like, well, how the hell would he know when the wrestling tournament was? He doesn't even want to (laughs) wrestle. Uh, these men they they, they beat the shit out yeah, of him Tim, yeah you He's know what bruised tim i was lying before when i said uh i held my own i did not these men, I, I, I knew they you were, threw you were, me around like a limp rag face yeah uh but yeah so that was a case where when i was found it was like uh you know everybody apologized to me i was the king king of the castle for the day 
because uh, everybody was wrong, and I was what? right to run away Vindicated. and show them. Why was I talking about running away? Oh, because I was you in trouble. Up the, yeah, the radio station, and they gave you cassette tapes. Tom, <laughs> we have things to talk about today. So I, I, I got in trouble for something or other, and I think it was like, uh, well, we can't make him, we can't punish him by just sending him to his room because, like, you know, he's got a bunch of cool shit in his room. Yeah. Probably by that point, I had a Super Nintendo. Uh, did you ever have that hoverboard? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Uh, you told me you had a hoverboard, a working hoverboard. I thought that was cool. Yeah, and that was in my room, so I couldn't. So you uh, could yeah, you know, because it's like well, ollies on it, and stuff. yeah, or yeah. just float right out of there, open up a window. Uh, so I was uh, punished. I was uh, sentenced to uh, staying in my parents' room, where there was nothing fun to do. That sucks. But also, like, did you just start going through your parents' stuff? No, nah, I didn't want to do that because, yeah. you know, you, you don't know what you're going to find. <laughs> you don't want to go through their stuff. Uh, yeah, what am I going to go? Like, oh, cool. look at this. I found my parents' underwear. How embarrassing <laughs> for them. So, uh, but they did have a phone in their room, which I did not have, of course. Uh, and the phone had a radio in it. So I was so bored. I was like listening to the radio and this radio station gave out a phone number. So I called him up. I like that. This only worked if it was one device, a phone slash radio. Yeah. You wouldn't have thought to turn on it the radio an alarm and clock then use too. the phone. Wow. Yeah, this phone did 80s everything. were a wild time. Yeah. Technology still hasn't caught up with that. Uh, a phone, a radio, and an alarm clock yeah. in one device. And you could have them all three running at the same time. Oh, yeah. It didn't even matter. They we'll would get too hot. Yeah. You wouldn't want to do it for long. It'd melt the plastic, but you could do it. So I called them up, and much like this, this is actually my first foray into radio, Tim. And I told, I told them the story of how I got in trouble. Really? Yeah, and I forget what what the story was, but they were, they thought it made great radio wait, for some wait, reason. You were on the air. Yeah, I was on the air. Wow. And for some reason, it was like, yeah, let's spend ten minutes having this, you know, kid tell us about. Uh, <laughs> wait, really? Yeah, about how he got in trouble. And then they were like. Uh, all right, yeah, we'll send you some music for your troubles. And I thought it would come like the next day. It took a while for it to come. You <laughs> forgot that that thing ever happened because you no, were a I, kid. And... No, every day I was like, boy, I hope these those tapes come. And yeah, What was, tapes were they? Uh, one was a crisscross tape. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I think it was the I Missed the Bus uh, single. I Missed the Bus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's about the trials and t- tribulations that all of us kids faced. Right. I mean, not me. I never took the bus to school. Hmm. We didn't have a big bus. It's only if you live on the beach, you we have to take the bus. They didn't have a big bus. They had several big buses in our <laughs> school district home. Um, I always wanted to take the bus. It sounded like fun. Well, the bus sucked. Sometimes you had to ride what they called the pink bus. Yeah. They, had, they gave all the buses color names, but they were all just yellow buses. But hmm. when you're in... Uh, second grade, and they're like, everybody who is on the pink bus, come here. And sometimes they're like, pink like a girl. And nah. then, you know. No, I'm a boy. Put me on the blue bus. I demand it. <laughs> I don't care where it takes me to. <laughs> Did you have to take the bus in school? When I was a, when I was little, when I was a kid. When I was in school, yeah. <laughs> wow, learn something new every day. Yeah. I would have killed to take the bus. I live too close to the school. Eh, you know what? There were some bad kids on the bus, though, and then oh, you had to yeah. deal with them every day. Yeah. Well, maybe the I would have been kids. the bad kid on the bus. The, the, uh, they knew me, so they left me alone. Yeah, like, right. in the, like in the 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 song, I Get Around. I mean, bad kids know the nerds, too. That's why they pick on them. 
They yeah. know everybody. No, but I was cool with them. <laughs> right. You were, I was like, I was you like, were like the Beach Boys. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I condone your your bullying behavior as long as you leave me alone. Like, I'm not, I'm no snitch. I'm no rat. Yeah. Maybe I'll chuckle along with the- I never really went that far. A or two. I, I felt bad about that. Like, yeah, I was a em. friend to all. I, I was above it. Um, You know how they say stand up to bullies, Tom? Yeah. And now everybody's saying, like, don't do that. The bullies just double down. Like, they, they don't really stop. Who says that? I don't know. I feel like I've been hearing that a lot, where people are like, nah, just stay away from the bullies. Um, I was almost a bully one day, because there uh-huh. was, like, this weird kid. Yeah. Um, and he always just played alone with his Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I keep told this story. Oh, and, God. like, me... And, like I don't want to do a, an episode twice, but I'll tell this story about... I told this episode 10, year, 10 years ago, Tom. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, like... I was in, like, second or third grade. I was like, let uh-huh. me try on, like, the bully look, see if this works for me. And so, like, right. I got a couple of uh, toadies. Leather, leather jacket. Yeah. Leather jacket, slicked my hair back, had a couple toadies that would just go like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I was yeah, like, you tell him to. we're going to go steal uh, his, his uh, Ninja Turtles. And I walked up to him and I was like, oh, Angelo, give me your Ninja Turtles. And I grabbed His name one. was Michelangelo? <laughs> no, no, no. It's just Angelo. It mm. might have been short for Michelangelo. Yeah. And everybody said he was a weird kid. I think he just like moved to the district like two months earlier mm-hmm. and didn't like make a lot of friends yet. Right. Uh, but he got up and he roundhouse kicked me <laughs> right in the chest, and I went flying. And I was just like, "Well, I'm out. <laughs> like, no more bullying. That guy Angel is pretty cool, actually." Yeah, that's a bad. Uh, I won't be messing with that guy again. Bad, bad pick as your first victim. Yeah, of, uh, the guy bully. who was taking karate lessons. Yeah. Good for him. I deserved it. Yeah, it sounds like it. But it scared you straight. Yeah. Now you're on the straight and narrow. And it didn't really scare It humiliated me more than it scared me. Humiliated you straight. Yeah. That's (laughs) the only... Shame has long been the only motivator in my life. Ah, got you this far. Shame and spite. Yeah. The the best motivators there are. Tim, we're talking about babysitting. We sure are, Tom. Uh, Tim, have you ever babysat? Yes. But not recently. Yeah, me neither. Tom, uh, neither of us have children. No. But we are both uncles. Yeah. Um, I have uh, two nieces <laughs> and a nephew. <laughs> no, no, I was trying to think. Wow, what a, a great uncle. No, no, no. Okay. I have, oh. No, no, I know he, there's three of them. There's a two-year-old boy, a two-year-old girl, and a like eight-month-old uh, girl. That we call Slippy. But I was going to say, I was. I have two nieces and a nephew, or I was going to say, I have two two-year-old and oh, and uh, and an eight-month-old. I was trying to think of of how to how to slice and dice. Uh, how I was going to say uh, it. I mean, I'm not going to slice and dice children. How to slice and dice your anyway, nieces and nephews? What I'm saying is, I don't think I'd be trusted to babysit them. Right? Would you be left alone with your niece? Uh, I've been left alone with my niece for like maybe like 20 minutes yeah, at a yeah, time. But, yeah. But like you're a 38 year old man. Like I think I'm, I'm, I'm 29. <laughs> so like. Perpetually 29. You would think that like, you know, on paper, think it, like if, if, if the, their parents wanted to go out. You'd right. be like, oh, I'll call Tom or I'll call Tim, and 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 they'll they'll come in and do this. But I don't think that would ever cross their mind. No, but I think it's probably more out of uh, 
like a the, not a like oh they'll like fuck it up and won't do things right probably more of a like oh they'll overreact yeah that's <laughs> like true. a minor thing will happen and like the baby will start crying and they'll and call. call the police <laughs> yeah uh, and just freak out and yeah. not know what to do have you ever changed a diaper uh no right and to me it seems like it'd be so hard but like how hard could it be no, I mean, it's, it's mostly just, you just gross. Wipe a lot of yeah, you gotta wipe yeah. shit and, uh. and sometimes piss. Yeah. Uh, and that's what, like, I've been occasionally teased about. Like, oh, you want to, like, learn how to change a diaper? I'm like, nah. Like, I'll, you know, if it's necessary, sure. But right now it is not. So And also, like, I think I know you, you clean it up and then uh, there's sticky things on the diaper that, that yeah, you, can, yeah. you can tape together. It's I can fine. figure it out if I yeah, need to. But it's like, you're going to teach me how to do it. I'm going to be like, yeah, it's pretty much what I figured. Uh, then I'm going to do it. I'm going to get stuff all over my hands. You're going to have to do it again anyway. Yeah. Look, yeah, I want to do this. If it comes to it, sure. I have no problem. Yeah, let let the first time I do this be in an emergency situation. <laughs> right. Uh, I thought about that. Like, uh, are you a godfather? Technically, yeah, but there was like no ceremony or anything. Oh, okay. But if these guys, uh, you know, uh, my brother, and yeah. his wife, they, you know, kick uh, the bucket. Yeah, or or <laughs> fake their deaths or something. Right. I think the 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 uh, I know those kids those kids come to me. And my wife. I mean, if it was just me, they'd be like, "Yeah, we'll, we'll find somebody else." But. Yeah. No, I thought because I'm I'm my niece's godfather, and I thought about that like somewhat recently, where I was like, "Oh, like yeah, no, I would actually like have to really step up." If, yeah. Like, It'd this be a isn't real just change a, of lifestyle. A ceremonial thing, because I'm like, nah, the kid would go to, and I was like, ooh. Yeah. No, no, I get. I guess like I would get a ton of help, but it's yeah. like, nah. I mean, this would really be a. Uh, a thing I should have. Uh, uh, they, they have a pretty cool house, though. You get you would you be you, that's you what could I lay claim thought. and be like, well, I get your house, right? That's what I kind of thought. Where I was like, yeah, I would probably also be entitled to the house. I mean, like, I guess maybe like my niece would be left the house, but it's like yeah, well, but you're could, a guardian, could, yeah, and I could trick her into signing something over. Yeah. She doesn't know what she's signing at this point. Yeah. I've already had her sign so many documents for me. She doesn't even look at them. Those those documents from a six month old will really hold up in court. I think. Uh, How old? Nah, she's almost a year old now. Wow, Tom! If you Time can believe flies. it. Ten months old. Uh, Tim, have you ever babysat uh, as like a kid though? Mm, actually, once when I was a teenager, I I was put in charge for like several hours. Uh huh. Of my two younger cousins, who were probably like one and three at the time, and I don't know why they like chose a thirteen-year-old to do it. But yeah. all I remember is the one-year-old just like cried literally the whole time. Yeah, um, and I didn't know what to do, so I just like picked her up and just uh, like stood there, and then was like, "I hope their parents get home soon." <laughs> uh, that's risky, two kids, because you're outnumbered at that point. Yeah. I was occasionally hired to babysit a neighbor, a neighbor kid. How old was the neighbor kid, and how old were you? I'm going to say he was younger than five. Okay. And I was probably like... Hopefully older than five. I was six. <laughs> no, I was probably like 14, maybe. Okay. Uh, And it was one of these situations. It was a, like the mom and dad were going to go out... 
you know, on like a date or whatever. Swinging. <laughs> I don't. Maybe no, because it wasn't long enough to like really go swinging. I don't. I, think. Or maybe just like, uh, do, do you think they went to like some weirdo eyes wide shut party? How long did those? That's last? what swinging is. Could you like dip in and out of those though? Like you the could just eyes be, like, wide we'll stop sh- by the orgy and like in and out in forty five minutes. We'll be oh, eyes wide shut deal. You can. Yeah. But I feel like a swinger party. A lot of that is like the anticipation. For over 80 years, Fram has been a leader in automotive filtration because that's the only thing they do, baby. Filters. Want to protect your well-oiled machine or breathe easier when driving? Fram has the right filter for every kind of driver. Fram oil filters are American-made, tough, and feature SureGrip technology. No-slip grip for easy install and remove, even with an oily hand or glove. Fram cabin air filters filter out contaminants like exhaust fumes, allergens, and pollution. That's all the kind of stuff you don't want. And with the power of Arm & Hammer baking soda, you can breathe easy with an odorless interior. Arm & Hammer baking soda, the best stuff. I didn't know that they had cabin air filters with that stuff. I'm going to get one of these cabin air filters now. Honestly, I didn't know cabin air filters was a thing, and I probably should have. Now I'm going to get one. And look, well, now that now that we know that baking soda is a part of it. Yeah. Well, and look, no matter how you drive, Fram has the right filter for you. Head over to Fram.com. That's F-R-A-M.com and find your perfect filter today. And thanks to Fram for sponsoring The Complete Guide to Everything. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Saqqara. You want to feel better about what you eat. But sometimes it's hard to prepare healthy meals that also taste good. With sure Saqqara, as heck is. Yeah, Tom, you, you know it. With Sakara, you can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. And along with delicious meals, Sakara also has daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nu- nutrition. Tom... To mm-hmm. boost results, try the best-selling Metabolism Super Powder. It's an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. Tom, yeah, I, I could, tried some I of this. I could use that. Yeah, we ate some of this Saqqara food. Mm-hmm. Very fresh. Very fresh and filling and delicious. And right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to saqqara.com slash guide or enter code GUIDE at checkout. That's Sakara S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Sakara dot com slash guide. You know, it's like building up. It's like, well, we're going to pretend like this is a regular party the whole, you know, for a while. Is that just how it played out in movies and stuff? Though? I mean... I have no basis of how a swinger party works other than movies. Well, then what are you pontificating here? I'm just telling you what I know Flapping based on movies. Flapping your gums about... Look, if anybody's a swinger and they want to email in and tell us about how these parties work and whether there's a lot of uh, pomp and circumstance beforehand, a lot of, you know, will they or won't they, a lot of, like, maybe this is just a regular party and we're not going to swap wives and husbands by the end of it let us know yeah the complete guide to everything at gmail.com <laughs> I'm, I'm interested in that I want to hear from the swingers
But what I was saying about uh, uh, my babysitting experience, that it was more of a, like, I don't know. I don't think it was a swinger thing. I think it was like a dinner and a movie thing. Uh, but they would, uh, like, I would come over and the kid would already be in bed. Okay. Situation. Yeah. So this was more the of The easiest a, kind of babysitting. By far the easiest kind of babysitting. The, like, look, we need somebody here in case the kid wakes up screaming or right. whatever. And you're not and if that happens you're screwed. You're screwed but you have a but phone number there. of where yeah. to reach us. Yeah. But again, this but was But don't call it cuz it's going to be in the middle of a weird Well, and this was like before cell phones. So it was mm. like here's the restaurant. So it's like, yeah, you think like 14-year-old me is going to be like, "Oh, hello," speaking to the maitre d'. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know. Have some, have a little confidence. That and yeah, Major D be like, who's calling? I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring. Okay, I'll find that person. I know the names of everybody <laughs> sitting at these well, tables. Well, they would know because there were reservations. And then, then uh, I'll put okay, the phone on, on the, the tray. tray. <laughs> you you walk the the phone on the tray over yeah. there. Which how did that work? Did they just have a phone with a really yeah, long they cord? Had a phone with a really long cord. That's cool. That yeah. but like, I don't think if I was starting a restaurant in the '80s, I'd be like. Oh, we're gonna have to get one of those phones with a really long cord. Well, and that's why they switched to you know you have to come up to the desk and talk to somebody. Yeah. Again, I think we're t- entirely getting this from movies, and I think it's, yeah, I don't think it any restaurants. If had. You take, I think they just needed people to take the call um, for plot purposes in front of other people, yeah. and that's why they had. And the I phone feel on like even even that was. Uh, that might have actually even only happened in cartoons. Because yeah. I think in most movies... I think it might have happened on Cheers a few times. Oh, they had a phone with a long cord. No, no, not even, not even oh, in the Oh, when they were out to the, dinner. Yeah, yeah, they'd go out to Melville's or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm thinking of when Vera called looking for Norm. Oh, they could yeah. pop that phone up on the bar, no problem. Oh, yeah. Uh, Woody was good at popping that phone up on the bar. Yeah, that phone had a nice long cord. Yeah. I feel like nowadays you go to bars, a lot of them have phone mounted or wall mounted uh, uh, like phones. Like pay phones? No, no, no. But just, you know, it's mounted up on the wall. Oh, yeah. That thing rarely ever rings. I was at a bar the other day and somebody called and the bartender answered the phone. I was like, what the fuck? I'm waiting for a drink and you're answering the phone. I'm going to lose my mind. Well... It's unreasonable on your phone. Well, you think that guy's going to, yeah, I need a gin and tonic. I'm here. I'm a paying customer. Nobody calling a bar on the telephone has anything good to say, any good questions asked. The questions are going to be like, uh, uh, are you open? Or uh, did you find my wallet there? Yeah, it's it's, but it's it's stuff that needs to be dealt with. Hey, I got money. I got cold hard cash here. I'm looking to spend. Do you ever call a place to see if they're open? And if somebody answers, <laughs> you just hang up. Um, no, because sometimes they could be answering and they're like, you know, maybe it's just, uh, there's like a meeting at work. Yeah. Or they're doing inventory yeah. on a Sunday or something. Right. Yeah. I usually ask what time they're open till. Yeah. I try to def- disguise my voice so they don't recognize me when I come in. I mean, we've talked about this, but boy, nothing more embarrassing than calling a place and then going there. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. You're just thinking they're thinking like, here's the fucking guy from the phone. But I'm telling you, Tim, when I worked at a store, that is what I thought. (laughs) And I would often like, 
you know, it was like a little game I'd play with myself of like, I'm not going to let them on until the very end, until like the transaction's done. I'm going to let them think like, oh, I got away with it. And at the very end, I'm going to be like, you're the guy who called before, aren't you? No, that's the worst time. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, they often return the item. <laughs> they were so embarrassed. Oh, I forgot. I did babysit another time. Okay. And it was a bit of a fiasco, Tom. Yeah. I was supposed to babysit like a baby, like a, a young baby. Yeah. Um, and I'd like forgotten, so it's late. I got there late, and then I was mad. And like, How I'd, old were you? Uh, probably about like 16, 15. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, oh, man. I, and like, I wanted to do other things. Right. So it's like I wish. Yeah, but babysitting was such an easy way to make money. I know, and but this was like more of an obligation than like a, a paid thing. Oh. So like I stupidly was just like, I wish this baby would get kidnapped by a goblin. <laughs> but Tom, then this goblin came, uh, Jareth. Okay. He took the baby, and was like, "Oh, you're only going to get this baby back if you go through this like." crazy labyrinth that I've set up and you're gonna like uh, encounter all these monsters along the way mm-hmm. took forever took all night I feel like that's the plot of the movie Labyrinth or is a maze or something I don't know if it was an actual labyrinth Tom but you said it was a labyrinth I mean a maze and a labyrinth are kind of the there's a there's like this dwarfish guy named Hoggle uh huh it was it was a weird day it but I got the like baby it. back in the at the, in the end. But it was just it was it was a weird babysitting situation. It was a weird experience. It was an adventure in babysitting, Tom. What? No, that's a different movie. This is my life. Adventures in babysitting is a good movie. Elizabeth Shue. <sighs> Elizabeth Shue still have such a crush on Elizabeth, Elizabeth Shoes. Shoe. <laughs> Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Uh, she could wear my shoes anytime. Ew, <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> I liked Adventures in Babysitting, but we never saw her, <laughs> her feet. feet out of her out of her shoes. Yeah, if I was going to remake it, I'd want her to put her feet up on things a lot. Do you uh, think that's why Quentin Tarantino hasn't worked with Elizabeth Shoe? He's like, I'd rather wear work with Elizabeth No Shoes, <laughs> Elizabeth Barefoot. <laughs> um, uh, in Avengers and Babysitting, I wonder what that movie would be like for kids now, because one of the things in that movie was that the youngest kid was obsessed with Thor. Uh, and now everybody knows who Thor is, but at the time I didn't know who the hell Thor was. Okay, who gives a shit? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Everything has to come back to the Marvel Universe for you, Tom? I'm just saying, I wonder. I wonder. You know why I can't babysit now? What? Do you know what kids eat? What? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, most babysitting situations, they've got the food there. They're not okay. like, okay, make sure you bring the food. I just, whenever I see a, like a, a, a young child I'll, eat, it's like, oh, okay. They just, you're just going to let them eat berries for dinner and no, then that's it? Okay. I'll tell you what kids nowadays eat. They eat pouches of things. Okay. And they eat uh, puffs. Puffs of Yeah, things. there's puffs of everything. Yeah. Puffs of all, all sorts. Yeah. I'd like to live in a world where I just eat out of pouches I've, and puffs. I've had some of those puffs. They're not bad. I've had and some the of those pu- pu- yeah. puffs. Yeah. I've had some of those pouches. They're not bad. I've I've taken to putting pouches in my bag of uh, 
peanut butter. You steal? No, I from don't a child? steal from a. I buy Wait, a pouch of peanut butter. Pouch of peanut butter. Peanut butter pouch. Wow. Peanut what do you put it on? My mouth on my tongue. You just squeeze a yeah, pouch of just peanut butter. Suck it out. That's gross. Do you What's do this so in public? Gross no, I do it in a cubicle. Nobody can. They can hear it, but oh, they can't see it. God, they, you're the most hated man in that that coworking no, space. No, everybody loves me. No, oh, everybody hey, loves the, the slurping guy. of peanut butter coming from my cubicle. <laughs> it's smooth peanut butter. It doesn't make that much noise. Tom, I got uh, look. <laughs> I'm not going to go into it, but my peanut butter situation, my nut butter situation at home. Is a travesty right now. Why? You can't uh, just leave that dangling out there. It's it's it all goes dry. I like it. You gotta mix it better. I know, but Eat I can't. Eat it faster. I can't spend all my time mixing up nut butters. Oh. I got I got places to be. I'm a man on the go, Tom. You know, you know what? I'm. Uh, I worked with somebody that wouldn't mix the peanut butter well. And boy, it would frustrate the hell out of me. How often do I need to tend to my peanut butters? Just every time you're taking some, give it a fucking mix. Well, now it's too late. And I got like three jars. I got an almond butter. I got a peanut butter. I got a sunflower friggin' butter. Yeah. Put some oil in there. Sun butter? Yeah, I could put oil in there. Yeah, put some oil in there. Because it's just friggin' like rocks and crumbs in there. Yeah, get some oil in there. You can loosen it up. Yeah. I'm going to go home and loosen up some of my nut butters, Tom. I'm uh, glad we had this talk. I'm glad you encouraged me to talk about this in a public forum. Yeah, Tim, you should never feel uh, embarrassed to talk about these things. Whew, that's, you know, that's that's a load off my mind. That's something that I won't be thinking about when I'm when I'm drifting off to sleep tonight. Yeah. It's, it, no, it's, a, it's no longer a past failure, Tom. It's an opportunity to, to make things right. Uh, oh, I'm glad I could help. You're a good man, Tom. Thank you. Just kidding. <laughs> You're a scoundrel. Nobody likes you. Did you have any memorable babysitters when you were a kid? Um, no, I guess not. I mean, I had a, I had a, a like a a, a a lovely woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but like not a, it wasn't like a teen variety. It was like yeah. when my mom was at work and when my when my parents were at work, right? And I was really young and I'd go to her house like all day. I had that when I was real young. It was like a family friend. Yeah. Uh, Actually, the family friend uh, was uh, that I went to mm-hmm. was right across the street from your home. Wow. Well, yeah. the one I went to was not across the street from my home. Well, that's a shame. This was somebody where it's like a family friend, but she had a ton of kids. I think it was basically like she was running like an unlicensed daycare out of her uh, nice. out of her home. Uh, one an unlicensed daycare is fine until something goes wrong. Yeah, and then it, everybody's in a lot of trouble. <laughs> well, so much trouble. And I'm surprised because I don't remember it, but apparently once when I was a little kid, I rode a tricycle right off the stairs. <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah, that was fine. I get. No, I actually think I have like a big scar from that. But uh, I have a huge scar on my knee. I had some teen babysitting me. Yeah, and I uh, cut my knee open on a rusty nail. Yeah. And she was like, oh, my God, that looks really bad, and then just put, like, a, a Band-Aid on it. I don't think she even, like, cleaned it out. Uh, I probably needed stitches. I still have a scar. It's still open. It's still an open it's wound. It's festering. Um, where did our parents find teen babysitters? I don't know. Yeah. Neighborhood? Yeah, because, like, I had laid, I had this one teen babysitter, and I think, uh, like, my parents kept hiring her because I was like, yeah, she's great. Because she was fun. 
Uh, How so? Like, she would just like, talk what? to me about shit. Oh. Uh, but then I remember, like, she got... <laughs> like, the she has fun as the radio DJs? Just <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Shit. I could complain to her about my parents Man, being too strict. Man, you had a fraught relationship with your parents when you were a kid, huh? Yeah. Instead of having, a like, a therapist, I had the radio and this teen babysitter. Yeah, I mean, those DJs were taking advantage of you. No, they weren't. Oh, they were using me for... Uh, for for uh, fodder for yeah, the airwaves to, to grow their their those shock jocks were were, yeah. were profiting off of you off of your pain and misery right right off mic some producer was going keep them going the ratings are going up <laughs> <laughs> the ratings are going They're bonkers through the roof. <laughs> everybody's tuning in just keep Tommy talking it wasn't like a kid show it was just like a regular show. I mean, they want to see you. They want to hear what Tommy has to say next. <laughs> Half of them love Tommy. Half of them hate him. But they just can't turn it off. Yeah. I would keep calling back up and they were like, ah, so what's going on? And I'd be like, ah, can you send me some uh, some more of those tapes? <laughs> yeah, I was on some tapes. When I was a kid, I was so goddamn frugal with buying tapes and CDs. I guess because they were expensive, you yeah, know? Yeah, and you didn't have a job or, or, <laughs> yeah. or any yeah, I guess disposable more, income. I just didn't really have money. I would buy a lot of cassette singles. Cassingles? Yeah, I had my share of cassingles. Yeah, they were a lot cheaper. Yeah. Well, they only had one, <laughs> two songs out of it most. Eh, sometimes they had three. Three or four. Yeah, one time I bought uh, Ugly Kid Joe... Uh, Everything Cats I Cats in the Cradle. You. Oh, okay. The cover of Cats in the Cradle of yeah. Cassingles. <laughs> Um, and then uh, I had it on in the car. My mom was driving me to something like Little League practice or something, and it automatically flipped to the other side after the song was over, mm-hmm. and there was a cursing song on the other oh, side. Man. And boy, did I get that Ugly Kid Joe single taken away so quickly. And it's like when your parents take away a, 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 an album, yeah. they don't reimburse you for like no. the, the allowance that you spent on it. Yeah. It's like, yep, you just wasted $6. I don't like that there's a cursing song on this thing. Um, Sorry. Well, you're telling me, Tim, I got my Adam Sandler, they're all going to laugh at you uh, CD taken away. You know what? That's not appropriate for children. No, but we that listen, was expensive. We listened to that all the time. Yeah, it was expensive and it was explicit. Yeah. They kept the price up to keep uh, the kids <laughs> from buying it. Um, but so this uh, this teen babysitter I had that was cool, uh, I she got too comfortable. Did you have a crush on her? Uh, probably. I had yeah. a crush on everybody when I was a kid. Uh, no, I don't think I did. I think I wanted her to think I was cool, but I don't know if I necessarily had a crush on her, to be honest. Uh, but then I remember, like, in quitty, pretty quick succession, she, like, had a boyfriend over, and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, you can't have some boyfriend over here. Um... And I think I told my parents, and that's the thing too. You can't trust kids. She was like, "Oh, don't tell your parents." I was like, "Okay, I won't." And then, well, <laughs> you were a little shit, Tom. She should have known from her conversations with you that you couldn't be trusted. Right. So I told my parents. I think they told her, like, "Oh, hey, like you can't have you know boys." It's a over. reckless move. I yeah. would not. I would never have had the confidence to to pull those kind of shenanigans. No. So then the next thing that happened, she was like, uh, "Hey." Um, I want you to go ro- ride your bike down to uh, to the to the store, you know, a few, few blocks away. And I was like, oh, I'm not allowed to do that. And she's like, yeah, it's fine. You're allowed you are to- now. I'm in charge. Yeah, I'm in charge. You're allowed to. Uh, 
I'm going to give you some money. You got to go uh, buy me some Marlboros, some Marlboro Reds. <laughs> it's like, what? What is that? She's like, it's cigarettes. It's like, oh, I, I'm certainly not old enough to buy cigarettes. She's like, no, it's fine. You just tell them you're, they're for your babysitter. The smoke shop would have sold. I know where oh, she was yeah, it was you. the smoke shop. Yeah. yeah. And they they would have sold to a I, six-year-old, no she, problem. She literally said to me, like, no, it's fine. Because this wasn't like a, oh, she was definitely too young to buy cigarettes, but this wasn't a, a gambit of, oh, I'll get around that. It was like, no, they tell them my name and they'll sell you the cigarettes, no problem. Uh, so I I was like, nah, I'm not. And, and in fairness, she didn't push me, but I told my parents about that too. And then uh, they were like, oh, yeah, we're not going to hire her anymore. Only a two strikes policy for your parents? No, because wow, very then, strict. No, because then it. Uh, my dad thought she stole his watch. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Man, she was a real scoundrel. Yeah. I like her. And my dad Who was, was this? Oh, I don't even remember what her name was. Uh, How did they find her? That's what I want to know. I should ask my mom. Yeah. Uh, like, because you see also in like pop culture where it's like, Oh, you get a babysitter from like the babysitter service or whatever. Right. I wouldn't trust that. Yeah. When I remember my parents asking me before they told me that they thought she stole this watch, they were like, did she go in the bedroom at all? And I was like, yeah, she went in there and went to sleep for a while. <laughs> and she did, which like, and it turned out she did like years later, my dad found this watch. He didn't steal the watch. Oh, man. But it, on top of everything else, it was like, all right, we can find other babysitters. Mm. Well, a lot of people, a lot of teens smoked in the 80s. Friggin' uh, Drew Barrymore smoked and she was America's sweetheart. I th- Their problem wasn't that she smoked. Johnny Carson smoked. <laughs> well, and Johnny Carson was my babysitter. The- Your parents were like, ah, love Johnny. Ah, whatever Johnny does. Hey, if Johnny waves you over, you go over to the couch. No, I think it was their problem wasn't any of that. Their problem was that uh, she was like trying to make me go buy cigarettes. You need to get outside. Get out of the house. <laughs> no, I think the, I think that probably their their concern was like oh if if he does this then maybe he'll realize like oh i could get cigarettes by just saying oh i'm buying yeah hey i'm buying cigarettes for that lady How old again were you, six no 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 i was like 10 or 10 or 11 yeah you still couldn't have handled marlboro red you would have been coughing yeah. up a lung i was you know what i was at that awkward age where i was old enough to be left alone but I was not old enough to be left alone with my brother yeah. and be watching my brother. So she was mostly there to watch my brother. But I was like kind of. So I think I kind of looked at her as like a peer. Right. <laughs> of like, yeah, like we're it's both old enough. It's a technicality that you're, that, that you're here. and uh, Yeah, because yeah. she wasn't watching me. She was watching my brother. And mm. I think that was even like, you know, because I protested and it was made clear like no 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 she's like not watching you she's what because i would just kind of like come and go i think that was why she would do things like you know just go take a nap in my parents bed for a few hours because it was like i wasn't around i would come home and she'd be like oh yeah well you're here yeah i'd be like yeah man i got some shit i need to get off my chest let's talk you know what they could do what if you want a kid not to grow up and smoke Mm mm-hmm when they're like five, yeah, just make them smoke one Marlboro Red. Yeah. Because they wouldn't be able to handle that, and they'd be like, it feels like I'm dying, and then they'd always associate that with... This is probably why I'm not asked to babysit that often. Yeah. Like, uh... <laughs> My a... two-year-old nephew, I was just giving him one Marlboro <laughs> Red. 
before I'm watching this, Katie, have you forced him to smoke a cigarette yet? <laughs> Just one. Just but it's got to be like the the throat-hurtingest yeah, one. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to rip the filter off first, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. But look, it's going to be good in the long run. They'll never want to smoke. Um. I was looking up urban legends about babysitters, and the only they, and there's really just that one. I about, saw you looking up erotic stories about babysitters. <laughs> well, those are a lot of, uh, but there was only the one about like uh, the calls coming from inside the house. Yeah, and that's a true story. It's not a true story. That probably happened at one point. I looked it up on Snoops, and it says it's a legend, which means that the what does Snoops know? <laughs> which means that the. The uh, details are so vague that it could have happened. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It probably happened. Yeah, There's enough people in this world, enough creeps, enough telephones, enough houses. Could they narrow it down to the calls coming from inside the house? I don't know. The phone company knew a lot back in the day. I don't think they did because it was always and like- The phone company knows a lot now. Like, ah, we need to keep you on the line longer so we can trace the call. Yeah, but like, it's still pretty impressive that they can trace the call. Yeah, but could they? That's what I'm asking. I don't know. Ask one of those operators. Hold, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm, and and then she's got to go find the answer. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm getting charged for the phone call. Oh, God. Uh, nickel and dimed by Ma Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, you have any, anything else to say about, uh, about babysitters? No, I mean, they provide a great service. Uh, I'm pro-babysitter. You know, they think the... And what is it? Entomology, entomology. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is uh, from hens sitting on eggs. Wow. Oh. But didn't the hen lay the egg? Mm, but didn't it also sit on it? I think sometimes hens would sit on other eggs. Really? I think if you put them on other eggs, they'd be like, eh, whatever, same shit. Yeah, but should that be same what we shit, base the whole day. word on? No, but it, it's one of those words where they're like not really sure. I, that never uh, even if even when they are sure it's like okay I don't care where this word came from yeah you want to solve a problem yes Tim. I'm Tom. And uh, welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. We're going to solve a problem. I did the intro wrong, Tom. Everybody's mad at me. Are you mm. mad at me? <sighs> I th- yes. If you have a problem you'd like us to solve, email us at thecompleteguideteverything at gmail.com. Tom? Yeah. Today's problem. Well, before you get to that, I have to make a correction about last week's problem that we solved. This is becoming a weekly occurrence for you. Yeah. It's rare that I'm wrong, but when I am, I'm the biggest man, and I say it. Uh, I said you couldn't block individuals from seeing your Instagram stories. That must have been a close friend feature. Mm-hmm. But I listened to a podcast this week about that feature. And what they... podcast? The Joe Rogan Experience? <laughs> no. It was called Why'd You Push That Button, ah. if you must know. And they had an episode this week about close... Don't go listen to that. You keep listening <laughs> to our, our episodes. The new episode, when this is over, you go into the back catalog. 
Uh, Stop, Tom. Never ever say a, a name of another podcast. Yeah, on this thing you'll again. bleep that out, right? Yeah. Okay. And it, also every mention of you obsessively listening to the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> so uh, uh, they had an episode about close the close friends feature on Instagram this week. And, Don't listen to it though; it sucks. And that prompt, that episode's garbage. That prompted me while I was listening to the episode to go into Instagram settings and look at that. And I was like, "Oh, look at that! There is a thing in here." Uh, so I haven't been seeing your stories lately. The, you can block people from your stories. No, you've been seeing my stories. You you can't get enough of my stories. I look. You know what? I'm so bummed about stories that I can't publicly reply to them because I have so many good burns, but I don't want to just like tell you something mean <laughs> in private that takes the fun out well, of it. Well, if it's good enough, Tim, maybe I'll screenshot it and I'll add it to the <laughs> no, story. No, they're usually just mean. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, then or I it's won't. just like punching a hole in your logic. Like what? Like I'm like a member of the intellectual dark web and <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm pointing out the flaws in your logic. Like what lot? Tim, I don't post a lot of like- You posted a Nike uh, shoe and you're yeah. like, oh great, the shoe I bought has the- the slogan for the yeah, company yeah. like you were outraged like every nike shoe that you buy doesn't have the fucking logo on it i know Are you like the you don't want people to know it's a nike shoe no because the logo is cool the slogan i think is too much yeah but the slogan is a great slogan it's simple but every once in a while i'm reminded of like huh great you know it's it's there's a reason it's it, they've only had one slogan for the last like 40 years. Yeah. Every once in a while when you're reminded of it, like when you look at my shoes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> looking at it right now uh, as you take off your shoes and uh, put your dirty bare feet in my face. <laughs> uh, Tom, this, uh, this problem comes from Dan. Okay. Dear Tim and Tom, he writes... Love the show. Hey, Tom, I accept your apology for getting that wrong last week. It wasn't an apology. It was a correction. It was. Uh, it takes a big man to uh, admit he was wrong and apologize profusely. Well, so I did, did say it. I was the biggest man. Love the show, long-time listener, first-time whiner about my problems. This guy's a funny one. Uh, I am an English teacher in Poland. Okay. Uh, I spend most of my time in a classroom doing basic lessons to a bunch of students to a group of students it's basic however i earn money having one-to-one advanced lessons with people who want to practice conversations Mm -hmm. my problem is that when having multiple two-hour conversations with a person in a week and not wanting to do that with people who are tedious annoying or humorless i end up liking my student. Okay. Eventually, they become a friend, and it feels really weird charging them to have a chat with me. Should I stop teaching people I will like, stop making friends, or start charging all of the people for a conversation with me? I am certain that you are able to help. Yours, Dan. You can use my real name. I would never recommend this podcast to any students trying to learn English. What the? Why not? This is the best way to learn English. Yeah, it's conversational. Yeah, a lot of people. That's what this is for. Tom, Tom is ESL. I've been teaching him <laughs> English over the last 10 yeah, years. Yeah, I think I've really made some great progress. And don't ruin this for me, Dan. I continue to charge Tom <laughs> for every week. Yeah, guess what? You can talk to someone for two hours a week and not become 
friends you could present <laughs> each other. Guess yeah. what? Learn from us. And guess what? You can monetize it. Yeah. You can make money off of it, and you would feel guilty at all. Oh, that's that's the smart move. If these are really interesting conversations, Dan, so interesting that you end up liking these people, yeah, start record recording. it. Put ads on it once in a while when yeah. your network sells them. <laughs> Start a Patreon. Yeah, put hour two on the Patreon, and then yeah. they have to sign up to listen to that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I buy that. You know how they say like, uh, you can fall in love with anybody by like, st- if you guys like stare into each other's eyes for like ten minutes uninterrupted. Well, there's that. Uh, there's like a series of questions. Yeah, you can, that thing you can too. Ask somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Just don't ask those questions. And you, do you think Dan's falling in love with these people? These Polish it people. It sounds like he might be falling in love with these all poles. This. <laughs> so we, we call them poles, right? Yeah, I don't know. That might be problematic nowadays. Then what's the Poland. residence of the Republic of Poland? Is it a republic? I don't know. It sounds about right. Polish people. People who live in Poland. Uh yeah, polls I I believe is is actually. I mean, because now, off I, mic, now you were I, saying a lot of jokes. Well, that, they, that no, because now I remember the thing that is offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's polls, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, because that was the you know a, a blank, a blank, and a blank walk into a thing. Yeah, you can say a priest, a rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> That's not problematic yet. Uh, <laughs> yet we uh, look. People are gonna get the wrong idea the way that we talk about this. That, like that. Well, you keep a- saying that I listen to Joe Rogan all the time. And it's just when he has UFO people on, <laughs> and the intellectual and I, dark. No, web. it's just when he has UFO people on, and I spend half the time screaming at the TV because he's he's getting things wrong. Well, you listen to the podcast on the TV already <laughs> uh, earmarks you as the most out of touch man I've ever met. <laughs> like grandparents, like oh, I, I listen to podcasts on web TV. <laughs> I don't use web TV. I use Apple TV. Uh, what what should he do? I mean, I don't think it's that much of a problem. I also it's it's crazy to me. I feel like I could just I could do this. Anybody could do this job. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I think that that's why it's an attractive job. He's in Poland, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's why, like, we know somebody that taught uh, English in Thailand for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, if you're a native speaker, then you're going to be uh, a rare commodity in these places. And especially a, a, a language like English that's full of weird uh, idiosyncrasies. Like, y- you can only master it through conversation, I think. So that's why. Yeah, like it is a job a lot of English speakers can do. It's, you know, do you want to move to Poland and teach English? Do you think Dan is threatened by us and that's why he wouldn't let his students listen to our yeah. podcast? We're he's like, like, he's the John Henry and we're the we're the steam engine coming through. Yeah. And yeah, he could beat us, but then he'll drop dead. <laughs> All right. And we'll just keep on yeah, trucking along. Yeah, that's a along. veiled threat. <laughs> I know a lot of dangerous people in Poland. I would say, and I would be doing this regardless, if I were teaching English in a foreign country, I would adopt like a whole different backstory and persona. Oh, I'm sure Dan's acting like, oh, my name's Joe Cool. (laughs) My name's Joe Cool. That would be my, I mean, you would be like, hey, it's me, Joe Rogan. (laughs) 
<laughs> the original joke cool. <laughs> Smoking cigarettes. Uh, hey, you want to buy some real American cigarettes? Then yeah, I hope. some cigarettes, look, too. Look, there, your like problem you wanna, is like, oh, I make friends, and then it's weird charging them money. Charge your f- friends money. You or, should be charging all your friends money. This is what happens. It's like the uh, prostitute with a heart of gold, and then she, you know, someone falls in love with her, and she, it's Pretty Woman. Watch Pretty Woman and see how the Pretty Woman reacted. Julia Roberts. Yeah, I'll tell you how she reacted when they when he snapped the 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 jewelry thing closed like a clam. She was startled, but then quite amused. She laughed. She went, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great Julia Roberts." Thank you. Yeah, been working on it. I'm uh, working on a Richard Gear, okay. but it's it's purely visual. <laughs> I saw there was a picture going around of a dog that looked like Richard Gear, and it was really pretty it. accurate. Yeah. And I don't think I think uh, it's a pretty handsome dog. I don't think like uh, oh no, it was like yeah, it was like a Shiba Inu or something. It was a very good looking dog. Wasn't like you know, like one of those dogs with like a wrinkly face. Um, you know what? I think Dan. Here's what you have to do: you have to test these people. You think you consider them friends, and you feel awkward about. Um, charging them money once they've become your friend, right? That's the thing. The thing is, who knows that they see you as friends or they're just like, look, I'm going to make this guy think he's my friend. Yeah, and I'm going to start getting the milk for free. Yeah, exactly. So a real friend wouldn't turn you in if you admitted to a horrific crime. Yeah. Uh, And you might have to clear this. I'm not sure how in you are with with the Polish police or the detectives over there, but try to brief them ahead of time and be like, some guy's going to come in here and say that, like, I did something horrible, and I didn't, and here's what, like, maybe you give them incentive. If you give the police the details of a crime beforehand, then you're (laughs) Maybe you make it like a magic trick, though. You're just like, hey, I'm going to let you, the police officer, describe a fictional crime to me. Somebody might come in here and then describe tell you that uh I committed that exact crime. But you shouldn't believe them. I'm just going to tell them that as a friendship test. Yeah. And if they come to you, I'll know that they're not my true friend. And I need you to call me right away. <laughs> exactly. And describe the person. Or you might have to come up with a distinct crime for each of your students to tell them that yeah. you committed so you can more easily keep track of them. So one just might be a stabbing, right. but one might be a multiple homicide. Yeah, you need deta- different details for each. Yeah. Um, and then, look, if they keep your secret, well then, that's your green light to do crimes <laughs> because your friends aren't going to tell, right? And they're yeah. truly your friends. And the cops are just going to be like, yeah, it's hard to keep track of all the the fictional crimes that we came up with together. Um, so these must be fake crimes that um, he's being accused of. My suggestion was going to be that, and you let them know about this, but like whenever you hang out with them uh, off the clock, you're going to talk like Yoda. You're going to be like, oh, hang out with you, I will. So they can't get any good... Mm. They can't get any learning in. Yeah, but then it's also like, well, I'm gonna that some of that's gonna rub off on me, and then I'm gonna get all effed up. 
<laughs> I don't think it's gonna rub off that easily. If somebody if somebody if talks to you in in like poor English, mm-hmm. like that's gonna like talking to them for a while. That's gonna rub off on you, unless you're not empathetic. So you're th- you're saying if I talk like Yoda to too too many people, then I'm just gonna naturally talk like no. Yoda if all you the and time. I are hanging out a uh-huh. bunch, yeah. and you're always talking like Yoda, some of those ticks. Are just gonna transfer to me. Like I'm gonna start right. uh, once in a while, and doing then they're that. gonna need to buy more private lessons to undo the ticks. Yeah, but or they'd be like, okay, I'm just not gonna hang out with you out socially. Yeah, like, fine. That is. If you have a problem you'd like us to solve, email us at the complete guide to everything at gmail dot com. If you're in London, tcgt.com slash live for our uh, London shows coming up in September. Check that out. You can find more information about everything, tcgt.com. Follow us on Twitter at Complete Guide. Follow us on Twitter. Sla- fa- uh, <laughs> sorry. Slava. You know what, Tim? You're right. It did rub off on me. <laughs> uh, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Complete Guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. If you want to support the show, check out tcgt.com slash Amazon for your Amazon shopping. And patreon.com slash complete guide this week, uh, episode four of the Do- Island of Dr. Moreau. The thrilling conclusion of the book. Yeah, on Books the Podcast, uh, a weekly podcast about books. You get all the back episodes and everything. Uh, for free. Certain, well, for starting at $5 a month. Oh, a right. pittance. Uh, patreon.com slash complete guide is the website for that. Tom, oh, are there more plugs? No, nah, I think that was all the plugs. No, nah, I have a new book yet. Ooh. Soon. Soon, though. Um, I think we uh, covered everything you need to know about babysitting today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I talked about the urban legend. Hold on. I thought I had maybe one more. No, I got What about the urban legend of the drugged out babysitter who put the baby in the microwave? Oh, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. That's uh, my main tip, I think. Don't get all drugged out and put a baby in the microwave. Yeah. My notes were adventures in babysitting, urban legends, babysitter who wanted me to buy her cigarettes and then accused of stealing my father's watch. (laughs) (laughs) Babysitting boys, uh, which just meant boys who babysit, like me and you. Babysitters having their boyfriends over. Uh, And that that was mostly it. Uh... I when I was a kid, I I felt uh, unfairly maligned uh, that like I wasn't trusted as a boy to babysit. So my first yeah, but you the, weren't my first case of being discriminated against for being a man. You've been <laughs> listening to a lot of the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> Why can't I babysit just because I'm a man? Hmm, makes me wonder. One time, uh, unfortunately, as being babysat, my parents were on a trip. And if so I like, was a, just to interrupt for a second, if I was a kid and my parents were like, "This is your babysitter," as a teenage boy, I'd be like, "What the fuck are you? Are you out of your minds? No, he's <laughs> gonna burn the house down." Yeah, well, it happens. Well, even crazier, Tom. My parents went on a trip, and they're like, "This old lady, she's gonna, <laughs> she's gonna babysit you." Oh, don't tell mom the babysitter is dead. Situation. Yeah, but guess what? The babysitter died. Guess what I said? The dishes are done. Oh, I see. It's just another joke about you lying. 
It's all jokes about me lying, Tom. My whole life, my whole life has just been jokes and lying, jokes and lies, jokes and lies. Hey, everybody, it's me, Tim. I'm a joker and I'm a fucking liar. That was a HeadGum Podcast.